0: Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, October 25, 2012. Community-Based Corrections Funding Levels. Issue. This issue review examines the funding levels within the Community-Based Corrections, or CBC, district departments compared to the offender populations, risk and supervision levels, and recidivism rates to consider whether current funding allocations are appropriate. The majority of offenders and corrections are supervised by the CBC district departments. Affected Agencies, Department of Corrections, and Community-Based Corrections District Departments, Code Authority, Chapters 901B, 904 and 905 and the Criminal Code Chapters 701 to 728. Background. Community-based corrections is an alternative to incarcerating offenders convicted of criminal acts in state prisons and county jails. This includes people on pretrial release and offenders on probation or parole that reside in the community or residential facilities under the supervision of the CBC district departments and participate in treatment programs. Each of the eight CBC District Departments has its own local board that hires the director and sets policy for that CBC District Department. The board oversees program operations and the budget. In addition, each CBC District Department has one or more citizen advisory boards. The Department of Corrections, or DOC, has oversight responsibilities for CBC programs, including statewide planning, budget oversight, establishment of program guidelines, and development of performance measures. Each CBC District Department serves the same counties as the Judicial Districts in the Court System. As the Judicial Districts in the Court System. Current Situation. Offender Populations. The state corrections population number of offenders under CBC or state prison supervision has grown from 20,747 in fiscal year 1990 to 38,109 in fiscal year 2012. This is an increase of 17,362 or 83.7% offenders over the last 22 years. During that same period, the annual change in the population ranged from a decrease of 2.6% in fiscal year 2010 to an increase of 10.6% in fiscal year 1998. However, the population has steadily trended upward with a compound annual growth rate of two point eight percent. The majority of offenders are supervised in the CBC system as it serves as an alternative to state prison. The most expensive sentencing option is state prison. The CBC district departments have responsibility for approximately 78.1% of the offenders under correctional supervision by the state while they have approximately 27.9% of the total staff. In fiscal year nineteen ninety, the CBC. CBC's supervised 81.5% of the offenders, but in fiscal year 2012, the percentage had declined to 78.1%. Between fiscal year 1990 and fiscal year 2012, the prison population increased from 3,842 to 8,333 offenders, an increase of 4.491 or 116.9% offenders. Over the same time period, the CBC population grew from 16,905 to 29,776 offenders, an increase of 12,871 or 76.1% offenders. The prison population grew at a faster rate, 3.6% compound annual growth rate for the state prisons versus 2.6% for CBC, even though it is the smaller of the two populations. Funding. The CBC system, funded by State General Fund and other appropriations, supervision fees, residential rents, specific program fees, direct federal grants, Contacts with the Federal Bureau of Prisons and grants administered by state agencies. State general fund appropriations provide the majority of the funding budgeted at approximately 80% of total revenues in fiscal year 2013. There is currently no workload or funding formula that is used to determine state appropriations to the CBC District Departments. State appropriations for fiscal year 2013 are approximately $83.4 million. The 5th CBC District Department's fiscal year 2013 state appropriation includes approximately $2 million dollars for the statewide command center and electronic monitoring system costs for the entire CBC system. So about 10.3% of that district department's state appropriation is budgeted for the benefit of the whole CBC system. The funding percentage of state appropriations for the 5th CBC district department has been reduced to allow comparisons between all of the district departments. This modification is used for all comparisons in this issue review. Data regarding offender populations was provided by the DOC and the Iowa Corrections Offender Network, or ICON, unless otherwise noted. As of September 2012, there are 30,200 offenders under CBC supervision, according to the ICON. Percentage of state funding, 15.9%, is roughly equivalent to the statewide percentage of offenders supervised, 15.8%, in the first CBC's district department. There is significant variation in the other seven district departments when comparing state funding percentages to the statewide percentage of offenders supervised by the district departments. The most significant difference is in the 5th CBC district department that receives 21.4% of state funding but supervises 31.1% of all offenders statewide in CBC. There does not appear to be any correlation between state funding and the number of offenders supervised by the CBC district departments. However, there are other factors to consider besides the number of offenders supervised, such as risk and supervision levels of the offenders supervised, as well as recidivism rates of the district departments. Risk Levels of the Offender Population Iowa Chapter 901B provides a corrections continuum for intermediate sanctions based on risk and service needs of the offenders. The chapter requires the DOC and CBC district departments to use a valid risk assessment tool to determine the level of supervision within the corrections continuum, Iowa uses the Iowa Risk Assessment Tool to determine the risk of an offender to reoffend. The tool is based on the Wisconsin model and modified to address Iowa's sentencing and corrections system. The tool was validated by the National Council on Crime and Delinquency in 1990, which funds provided during a two year interim study approved by the Iowa Legislative Council. In the Tuborg report, the DOC reassessed the instrument's validity and is currently updating the risk assessment tool based on the outcomes of that assessment. Offenders are assessed when they start supervision and reassessed every six months thereafter. The CBC district departments may override the risk score and place an offender in a higher or lower level of supervision than. That indicated by the tool. Some reasons for an override include assaultive behavior, high needs, treatment, employment, etc., severity of offense, or special conditions set by the court or board of parole. The CBC District Departments conduct level of services revised, or LSI-R, assessments for offenders that score high normal or intensive on the Iowa Risk Assessment to determine the risk and need to concentrate intervention resources on that group to reduce risk. The LSI-R tool was validated by the University of Connecticut in 2006. The tool measures risk factors such as criminal history, education and employment, financial, family, living situation, leisure and recreation, companions, substance abuse, emotional and personal, and attitudes. The DOC's fiscal year 2011 annual report shows that the LSI-R scores is directly tied to the recidivism rate. The LSI-R assessment is administered every six months if the result of the Iowa risk reassessment indicates it is needed. The LSI-R risk categories are risk score 0 to 13, risk low, 14 to 23, low to moderate, 24 to 33, moderate, 34 to 40, moderate to high, and risk score of 41 plus, high. The CBC District Departments provide LSI-R scores for the pre-sentence investigation report to Iowa judges on a limited basis. There are other risk assessment tools that the CBC District Departments utilize for specific offender populations, such as sex offenders. A discussion of these tools is beyond the scope of this issue review. Supervision Levels of the Offender Population Iowa Code Chapter 901B requires each CBC District Department to have an intermediate criminal sanction program that provides a corrections continuum as described. The plan must be approved by the Chief Judge of the Judicial District and District Department Director and be in accordance with rules adopted by the DOC. The District Departments may move an offender's supervision along the corrections continuum within certain parameters. The underlying sentencing policy of the Chapter is to provide the least restrictive sanctions available consistent with the maximization of public safety. The following analysis is based on statistical reports generated from the ICON for September 2012. The district departments have the following supervision levels based on offender risks. The level of risk is a determining factor in setting caseload sizes and contact standards and therefore staffing levels. Low-risk probation, minimum-risk program. Low-risk offenders are diverted from standard supervision so that staff can address high-risk offenders in a cost-effective manner. Program descriptions vary across the CBC District Departments, but offenders are monitored at a minimal level to ensure completion of court-ordered sanctions. Generally, parolees, sex offenders, high-needs offenders, violent offenders, and those with serious charges pending are not accepted into these programs. The 4th and 7th CBC District Departments do not have low or minimum risk programs. Standard Probation Convicted offenders are placed on supervision by the court, usually with a suspended jail or prison sentence. Offenders are assessed, have a case plan, and must comply with treatment requirements if assessed as needed treatment. Probation officers monitor compliance with supervision requirements, work with the offenders to correct their behavior, and report to the court. Standard Parole Offenders granted a parole from prison or a work-release facility by the Board of Parole are assessed, have a case plan, and must comply with treatment requirements if assessed as needed treatment. Parole officers monitor compliance with supervision requirements, work with the other offenders to correct their behavior, and report to the Board of Parole. Both standard probation and parole have several supervision specialties, including new admissions, administrative, low normal, and minimum. These supervision levels are dependent on the risk and needs of the offenders and the supervision requirements and staffing needs vary accordingly. High Normal and Intensive Supervision, or ISP Offenders assessed as high risk require more supervision than those on standard probation or parole. These offenders are subject to increased contact standards, frequent home visits, curfews, surveillance, and may be required to to wear an electronic monitoring device. These offenders are usually involved in treatment programs to address their specific needs. Staff that monitors a high-risk caseload has fewer offenders to supervise so as to document compliance with the contact standards. Residential facilities. Offenders may be placed in residential facilities by the court, probation or pre-trial release, the parole board, parole or work release, the corrections continuum, or by the U.S. Bureau of Prisons if a district department has a contract to house federal prisoners. Residential facilities provide a structured environment for high-risk needs offenders that include... Employment, financial management for court-ordered responsibilities, community service work, and participation in education and treatment programs. Other services may be provided if indicated by the risk assessment. There are currently 1,461 beds statewide and the facilities are usually at capacity. There is typically a waiting list of 600 offenders. The General Assembly authorized construction of 177 additional residential facility beds over the last several years. Those new facilities or additions have been constructed but are not in use pending state appropriations of operating funds for 1st CBC District Department, Waterloo, 45 beds for women. 3rd CBC District Department, Sioux City, 42 beds for men. 6th CBC District Department, Cedar Rapids, 26-bed Anchor Mental Health Treatment Center. Construction is completed and certain opening funds have been provided. 7th CBC District Department, Davenport, 39 beds for men. And 8th CBC District Department, Inotama, 25 beds for men. The 5th CBC District Department has 31.2% of all offenders supervised statewide in Iowa. It also has the most offenders in every supervision level. The 4th and 7th CBC District Departments have no offenders assigned to the minimum risk program or low risk probation. Residential placement is the most expensive option in CBC supervision and only 4.7% of the offenders are supervised at this level. The majority of offenders in field services are supervised at the standard or high risk level. The number of high-risk offenders includes those assessed as high normal, intensive supervision, or residential. The percentage of high-risk offenders under supervision was used in this analysis because they have higher risks and needs and require more resources to supervise than do lower-risk cases. These offenders are also more likely to be revoked to state prison if they fail supervision in CBC. The smaller CBC district departments Those with the least amount of high-risk offenders and state funding appear to have a somewhat close linkage between the statewide percentage of offenders supervised and the statewide percentage of funds. There is significant variation in the 1st and 5th CBC District Departments that have 41.1% of the statewide total of high-risk offenders under supervision, but have 37.3% of the total statewide funding. There does not appear to be any direct correlation between state funding and the number of offenders supervised by the CBC District Departments. However, there are other factors to consider besides the number of offenders supervised, such as recidivism rates of the District Departments. Recidivism Rates and the CBC District Departments The DOC defines recidivism as subsequent convictions for felonies or aggravated misdemeanors of offenders discharged final closure from correctional supervision over a certain time frame. Most states track recidivism as a return to prison. Probation recidivism is not always included. The DOC provided the Legislative Services Agency, or LSA, with a Justice Data Warehouse report that tracked convictions for offenders released from final supervision for two years, fiscal year 2010 and fiscal year 2011. This document includes both offenders on parole or probation supervision to the CBC District Departments. There does not appear to be any direct correlation between recidivism rates, state funding, the percentage of high-risk offenders under supervision, or any significant relationship to the percentage of the state population. The recidivism rate does not always reflect offenders that may have committed a new crime and been convicted out of state. Also, recidivism rates are impacted by the availability of and access to local resources to address offender needs such as, for example, employment, mental health, and substance abuse treatment. The local criminal justice community, including judges, law enforcement, county attorneys, CBC district directors, and their staff, also has a role in as much as community tolerance for antisocial behavior impacts the recidivism rate. How CBC district departments manage their low-risk caseloads also impacts the recidivism rate. If low-risk offenders are not under supervision, by definition, they cannot recidivate. Conversely, low-risk offenders are less likely to recidivate, so maintaining their supervision status may decrease the recidivism rate. On the other hand, supervising low-risk offenders at a level higher than required by their level of risk is more likely to cause them to recidivate. Other states... According to the Association of State Correctional Administrators, Iowa's CBC system is unique with a blending of local control and state oversight. The National Conference of State Legislatures, or NCSL, provided a report on the location of correctional supervision services within state governments. There are 37 states with Community Corrections Acts. Other states provide similar services, but the authority to do so is not codified in a designated chapter. Supervision of Parole and probation in surrounding states. State, Indiana, supervision of parole. Department of Corrections, IDOC, funded by the State General Fund, supervision of probation. Judicial branch, primarily funded by property, taxes, and fees. State, South Dakota, supervision of parole. Department of Corrections, funded by the State General Fund. Supervision of probation, judicial branch, funded by the State General Fund. State, Missouri, Department of Corrections, MDOC, parole and probation, and funded primarily by the State General Fund is the supervision of parole. Supervision of probation is MDOC, residential facilities are primarily funded by fees. Nebraska, Supervision of parole, Department of Correctional Services, NDOCS, funded by the State General Fund. Supervision of probation, judicial branch, funded by the State General Fund. Wisconsin, Supervision of Parole, Department of Corrections, Division of Community Corrections funded by the State General Fund. Supervision of Probation, Department of Corrections, Division of Community Corrections funded by the State General Fund. Minnesota, Supervision of Parole, uses three systems to deliver services for parole and probation. A mix of state and county funding is used to provide specific services. Supervision of Probation uses three systems to deliver services for parole and probation. A mix of state and county funding is used to provide specific services. Illinois, Supervision of Parole, Department of Corrections, IDOC, funded by the State General Fund. Supervision of Probation, Judicial Branch, primarily funded by property taxes and fees and State General Fund. And Kansas, Kansas Department of Corrections is the supervision of parole, funded primarily by the State General Fund. Supervision of probation, KDOC funds community corrections programs through a competitive grants process. KDOC is Kansas Department of Corrections. All of the states use a risk assessment tool that has either been validated or is in the process of being validated on its corrections population. The definition of recidivism varies between branches of government within a state as well as between states. Minnesota has a complex system of delivering community supervision. The Minnesota Correctional Delivery Systems report provides a brief synopsis of its community-based corrections structure. Budget Impact, CBC Population forecast. The Criminal and Juvenile Justice Planning Division, or CJJPD, of the Iowa Department of Human Rights does not forecast the CBC populations. The following information was prepared by the LSA using the compound annual percentage growth rates. The growth rate for the CBC population since fiscal year 1990 has been 2.6 percent. Using this compound annual rate of growth, the CBC population will be approximately 38,500 offenders by the End of fiscal year 2022, an increase of 8,700 offenders, or 29%. If the CBC population reaches 38,500 offenders in 10 years, the general fund appropriation will need to increase to maintain the current level of service. Assuming the current ratio of offenders to funding is adequate to meet the risks and needs of offenders supervised in local communities, By fiscal year 2022, the CBC District Departments will need a budget of approximately $104.7 million, an increase of $23.5 million, or 29%, compared to the estimated fiscal year 2012 general fund appropriation. Factoring inflation into the projection results in a budget... Estimated need of $128.8 million by fiscal year 2022, an increase of $47.6 million or 58.6% compared to the fiscal year 2012 general fund appropriation for the CBC District Departments. The population and budget protection are minimum estimates and do not reflect the impact of special sentences for sex offenders. The special sentences were enacted in 2005 for certain sex offenders and take effect after the original imposed sentence has been served. The impact on the CBC population due to increased length of stay in the system for these offenders is now occurring. Prison Population Forecast Iowa's CBC system serves as an alternative to state prison incarceration. The CJJPD released the Iowa Prison Population Forecast fiscal year 2011 through fiscal year 2021 in November 2011. If current offender behaviors and justice system trends, policies, and practices continue, Iowa's prison population may be expected to increase from 8,778 inmates on June 30, 2011 to 11,330 by June 30, 2021. By fiscal year 2021, without any additional prison beds, overcrowding is expected to reach 147.8% of design capacity. This figure is based on the assumption that the additional beds authorized during the 2008 legislative session for Fort Madison and Mitchellville will be operating by fiscal year 2021. If the prison population reaches 11,330 inmates, three additional 800-bed prisons will need to be built in addition to the expansions authorized at Fort Madison and Mitchellville. If three additional prisons are built over the next decade, projected design capacity will be 10,066 beds with a projected population of 11,330 offenders. The prison system would be operating at 112.6 percent of capacity. The cost of one 800-bed prison with a mix of medium and minimum custody levels is approximately 85 million dollars in construction costs. Construction of three such prisons would be approximately 255 million dollars. Operating costs are estimated to be at least 30 million dollars annually per person. The projected increase in the state prison population will put pressure on the CBC system to manage more offenders through parole or work release. Alternatives. Each CBC District Department is independent of the others and the state DOC has its own operating policies and procedures. Additionally, the management of workload in each of the CBC District Departments is influenced by local outside factors such as variation in sentencing patterns across the state, local law enforcement and county attorney policies, as well as access to treatment for offender needs, For example, mental health and substance abuse. The General Assembly may wish to consider funding the CBC District Departments using a workload formula that factors in the number of offenders under supervision, the risk and needs of the offender population and recidivism rates for specific programs. The General Assembly may also wish to consider using justice reinvestment strategies to maintain public safety while increasing efficiencies in the justice system. Some CBC District Departments divert offenders to Level 1 in Iowa Code Chapter 901B, Non-CBC Supervision, based on offense class such as serious misdemeanor or offense such as operating while intoxicated, OWI. This frees up resources... To staff higher-risk cases, other CBC districts maintain caseloads of low-risk offenders. This implements the, quote, just deserts philosophy of criminal sentencing as well as provides an opportunity for the district departments to collect fees from the offenders. It also may skew the recidivism rate by inflating the number of offenders supervised compared to the number of offenders revoked. The variety of supervision levels may increase sentencing disparity across the state for low-risk cases. Legislators may want to review how low-risk offenders are managed across the state in terms of policy implications as well as funding. The General Assembly may also wish to consider the following alternatives to slow the growth rate of the offender population both in prisons and CBCs as well as state spending while maintaining Public safety, repeal or reduce mandatory minimum term criminal sentences. About 23.8% or 1,975 offenders are serving a mandatory minimum sentence where a certain number of years must be served in prison before the offenders are eligible for consideration by the Board of Parole for release. Approximately 755 of these offenders are serving a mandatory minimum term for drug convictions. Modifying or eliminating certain mandatory minimum terms would provide a larger pool of offenders for the Board of Parole to consider for release to parole. If more offenders were paroled, the CBC population would most likely increase. The average cost per day for CBC supervision varies by the supervision level. However, the average cost per day for CBC supervision, $3.49 per day, is significantly less than the marginal cost for the state prisons, $15.59. While there may not be a direct savings for the prison system's operating budget, there would be a decrease in the needs for additional resources. Ease habitual offender laws. There are approximately 474 offenders in prison serving time under Iowa's habitual offender law. This is a sentencing enhancement that may be imposed on offenders previously convicted of two felonies. The felony convictions need not be for the same offense. The habitual offender law may also be imposed on offenders sentenced to an enhanced penalty, such as operating while intoxicated, resulting in an enhancement of an enhanced sentence. The Habitual Offender Law may result in sentencing disparity across the state where offenders with similar criminal histories receive significantly different sentences. Based on data provided by the DOC, implementation of the Habitual Offender Law may be contributing to disproportionate confinement of minorities. Approximately 34.2% of habitual offenders in prison are black, while 26.1% of the total prison system is black. The same cost considerations apply to this alternative as those for mandatory minimum terms. Enhanced judicial discretion in criminal sentencing. Iowa has a mixed sentencing structure where judges have discretion in certain cases and must impose a mandatory minimum sentence in other cases. This alternative goes hand-in-hand with the two previous alternatives. Expand drug and mental health treatment availability. About 84% of the CBC population and 70% of the prison population have alcohol or substance abuse treatment needs. A significant portion of the corrections system population has mental health needs. Making treatment more readily available in the local communities may reduce the recidivism rate and reduce the corrections population over the long term. Increase alternatives for technical violators of conditions of parole and probation. Alternatives to prison and jail, such as inpatient substance abuse treatment, may reduce the corrections population. Review special sentences for sex offenders. According to the CJJPD, return to prison for violations of special sentence, not a new sex offense is expected to be a significant factor in the projected future growth of the prison population and implement incentive funding for those CBC District Departments that lower their return rate to prison. Each of these alternatives may impact the budgets and workloads of the Judicial Branch, Office of the State Public Defender, the DOC and CBC District Departments, as well as local law enforcement and county jails and prosecutors. However, the alternatives may slow the rate of growth in corrections, spending, or provide a means of future cost avoidance. This issue review was researched and written by Beth Lenstra, Senior Fiscal Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency. She can be reached at 515-281-6301. To view all tables, charts, and other graphics, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and click on the LSA Publications tab and then click on Fiscal Analysis. Then click on Issue Reviews.